Welcome to the 1000 Club Podcast, where we believe that behind every woman, there's a tribe chanting, yes! We call our tribe the 1000 Club, and every other Thursday, we invite you into our VIP section to chat, console, shoot the breeze, or inform. Find us everywhere, including Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and Facebook, and remember to follow us on all socials at 1000 Club. you all watching we see that we have some special guests with us for those of you all listening you cannot see but we have three lovely ladies we're doing a whole like Shondaland mashup mix up uh, <laughs> this episode and we have some beautiful guests we have Christina and Shakisha from the Mary and Martha podcast hey and resident therapist yes Erica St. Bernard hello <laughs> hey ladies Amen. Amen. Yes. Do y'all want to introduce yourselves or say anything? They know who we are. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'll start it off. So my name is Christina. I am the Mary of the Mary Martha podcast. Oh, please. Um, please. <laughs> wow. Nice to meet you. Start a little high. We are, was she looking at me like, like she about to fight me. We've been friends since 2010. Um, we met at the courthouse. Not because she was a defendant and I was the prosecutor because we were both. We both were law clerks for judges and um, we met, we both, we started, well, actually we started on the board of the Women's Bar Association together. Um, I was president and then I passed the ranks to her and she was president and then we started a nonprofit and we've been like serving for a long time. Um, then we decided to start a podcast together and we have been doing the Mary Martha podcast for almost two years now. Mm-hmm. Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. A long time. My name so. is Keisha and I am sick of talking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> two years is a lot of podcasts. That's just all mm-hmm. I got to say. It's a lot of podcasts, but we're happy to be here and we're happy to represent what we call i mean now y'all are y'all are in the blackest christianist corner with us but we kind of <laughs> think of ourselves as the blackest christianist corner of the little podcast world yes. because you know there's not really you might see black you might see christian but it's not too often you see black and christian and so mm. we're happy to kind of just sit in that space in the fullness of our womanhood our black womanhood our christianity um, our love for God, our love for his people, mm-hmm. love for each other and love for black women in particular. Shout Luke, out Luke. to us. Shout out to the home team. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I am Erica St. Bernard, licensed clinical marriage and family therapist in Bowie, Maryland, now practicing virtually throughout the state of Maryland because that's where mm. I'm licensed. And mm-hmm. so that's super beautiful. excited to, yes, thank you. Also to be a new author. I published Come my on. first book Ooh, in 2020. Yes. So the book is called We Over Me. Oh, yes. Where's the book? Hold on. I got to get out the box. Hold tight. Oh, wait. I got, wait, I got one. I got one. Hold on. It's right here. It's right here. It's right here. You got it? Okay, good. Oh, I'm about to have to get a book. Oh, We Over Me. It's in my Amazon cart right now. Yes. Yes. Girl, yes. Yeah. Get it out. Yeah. Go ahead and click purchase. Push the button. Go ahead and push the button. I'm going to push the button. Look it up right now. Yes, yes. I'm going to push the button. Actually, push the button. it's not just for married couples. We talked about that on one of our episodes. Yes. That's very good. 
Yes. So, yes. Yeah, so my practice is um, primarily for couples and women of color, particularly. I have an affinity for them, as do Shakisha and Christina. And so always excited about an opportunity to share safe and sacred space, to create that with women, to help us be well, live well, and love well. That's the whole purpose and push behind your life's well, which is in my practice. I'm happy to be here. Yes, we're happy to have you. Come on, author. Yes, authoress. Yes, yes, yes. And um, I saw that it now uh, your profile says you are a celebrity therapist, a scene on Real House. Yes, yes, season five. Season five. Celebrity, okay? Okay. Five in the finale. We are in the presence of a celebrity. So every every radio station today was talking about the finale. And so I said, or the, the reunion part one. So I said, oh, I clearly need to watch this season because things must have heated up. Yeah. Did not watch the reunion, but I did watch the the finale. And so, yeah, it was interesting. The previews that I saw of the finale, I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's going to be interesting. I'm excited for it to finally come to YouTube because I don't have cable. So, you know, you know, okay, let me tell you, I watch all my shows through Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and she knows everything. And she knows everything that happened on the show. <laughs> yeah, because I don't do the cable thing, but. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you all can catch us every other Thursday on YouTube and everywhere you stream podcasts. And just like good girlfriends and girl talk, we always like to start with a, a check-in. We kind of introduced ourselves, but is there anything anyone wants to update us on that has happened in the past couple weeks? Christy, maybe? Yes, well, I'm a year older. Praise yes. God. Happy belated yes, birthday. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Happy belated. Yes, a year older on December 4th, um, and I have some special guests in town. Yes, yes. The 1000 Club, always, oh, I'm always lit. Came lit and stay lit. Thank, thank you for saying that. Right? Yes. <laughs> so yeah, we uh, took over Chicago. They came to the shy and we um, went to Millennium Park. We saw the Christmas tree. We went to one of the sites of, uh, what's that show y'all watch? I watch Lovecraft Love Country. <laughs> okay. Oh, nice. Did y'all watch Lovecraft? Yes. I haven't finished yes. yet. So but... I went to the Marshall Field. Like I saw, I, was, I went inside uh, and everything. It was so nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that I gives me nightmares. It. it gives me nightmares. Really? Yeah. In the beginning it did. Then I was, then I was. Without giving away any spoilers, did you see the, the Jigabobo episode? I like that episode. I still have nightmares. <laughs> that them <laughs> girls don't come out to me like. <laughs> oh, see, you know, I can't watch it. Like, yes, uh, they were getting it in. They were getting it in. Yeah, can't watch it. Yeah. I'm scary. So yeah, I, if it has already, a hint of scary, I yeah, can't do it. That's me. I was already like, yeah, no, I can't do this one. But Fair enough. We uh we did that. We went to Chicago PD station for Courtney. And she took our pictures because she's a fan of that. And then we went to Michael Jackson's home and Gary. Yes. So, yes, that was Rashana's request. So we did a lot. We did a lot. Yeah. We were I'm safe. What? We went to because I'm a Janet Jackson fan. Oh, okay. I just wanted to add that. Huh. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we were safe because you know we still in this pandemic. So we wore masks and everything, but we were still on one thousand in the shy. So we did that, and we also had our first giveaway. We did. Yes. It was three days of litmus, 
And we had uh, three winners, one for each day. Shout out to Christina, Kia, Angelina. And we um, had many great prizes. I will let Courtney and Rashada go into them. But I gave away some money because I like me some cash. So I gave away $50 cash on my day. And um, shout out to Adissa handcrafted, which is my cousin, Candace. She gave a pair of earrings from her line of jewelry. So shout out to Christina, she won on my day. So that's 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 my update. Nice. Yeah, in nice. my box, there was um, a flask that says the 1000 Club, because I mean, you just never know you know when 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 you need when you need something um <laughs> and seeing as we didn't have homecoming this year you know hopefully it will come in handy fingers crossed for next year um also a oh before I talk before I say I want to definitely thank Imani I don't know if she yeah, says her home name Imani Taylor of um, Imani Taylor Designs. I definitely just named her business that. It's uh, at, at like a bag of money, if you're yes, right. at like a bag of money with a Y, like with a Y though, like the um, song, you know, Rick Ross. Oh, like a bag of money. Oh, okay, okay. I I, I had him put that. In. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, she uh, really made this really cute litmus box and decorated it and added the monograms to the flask and I appreciate that and then I had a uh, crafts by Clarice which is uh my big sister uh my DP Clarissa and uh where's she from she's in Cal uh, she's in California but she's from Chicago and she has an Etsy page which is dope and of course the shirt said chocolate you know get it chocolate we're lit litmus <laughs> cute that's cute um <laughs> And finally, one of the greatest things that I love to give people is, well, I don't actually love to give people, it's really what I like to receive is jewelry. <laughs> and so we gave away some earrings from The Righteous Tone, which is a uh, copper-based um, jewelry manufacturer. They make all handcrafted copper jewelry, and it's really dope. Um, of course, by some more of my sorority sisters, my little sisters, actually. So we always have to support them. And if you watch the first episode, they were there on our VIP episode, our VIP premiere. And so congrats to Lena. Um, I'm really excited. I almost took the earrings and the shirt, but it's okay. Jelena was actually on our first episode too. She was. Oh, yeah, she yeah. was. Yes. Yes. But there was no bias. I just want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was in my box? I gave away a wine glass that said um, the 1000 Club and a bottle of uh, Black Girl Magic wine, um, the McBride Sisters wine. I love that. I can't get it in Jersey, so I got to drive over the bridge to Brooklyn to get it, but it's very worth you it. You don't just order it online? They, they ship now. Well, they don't ship to Jersey. Like, they wasn't oh. shipping to Jersey, so I had to go over the bridge. But now, Happy Cork Brooklyn, shout out to the Black-owned um, liquor store in Brooklyn. Happy Cork Brooklyn, they ship to Jersey, so I get my alcohol from them. Um, so I put that in the box. I also put um, some of these bracelets that I wear, um, the crystal bracelets that were in the box, and a kit of self-care cards by Golden Light. This year has been self-care for me, so... That was big on my list. It's a package of cards for 30 days. You get to do like a self-care a day, a journal prompt, um, different things. So that was in, I think that was all that was in my box. Yeah. 
found the Black Girl Magic wine here. I found the Black Girl Magic wine here and um at the Clinton the uh, a store if you live in Maryland I found it at the Clinton uh, uh, liquor store in Clinton Maryland yeah and they had all of the flavors there I was really happy to see that it was there. yes I sent a Riesling that's my favorite one I like a Riesling mm-hmm. but they have Chardonnay they have um a a red one. Huh? is it a rosé they have a rosé and then they have mm-hmm. the cans but on the cans it's like she can cans so there's like three mm-hmm. different cans so shout out to them so what is y'all giving away for Christmas in terms of like your family or what does Christmas look like for you all? What are you all hoping to receive? I'm a mom, so I'm giving away my sleep. Oh. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping to receive. Oh, that's what I want. That's Put that on my all, list. All I want for Christmas that's it. is uh, that's eight it. straight hours. Oh. Uninterrupted. Mm-hmm. When nobody. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. Because I feel like you don't sleep like you used to sleep. I mean, you a mother. Like, I wake up every two seconds. He's still breathing. Mm-hmm. I heard a noise. Was that the baby moving? Oh, my gosh. Are you talking in your sleep again? Oh, yeah, you are. And he'd be like, yes, I was telling you to get up. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all better yeah. than me. I tap Joseph and I roll back over. <laughs> that works too. That works too. <laughs> that definitely works. And even when they get older, it works. My daughter's six, and um, her dad said, "Can I do anything today?" I said, "Yes." I'm um, get her up and ready, and I went back to sleep for another like hour and a half. Oh, wow! Amen. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> when help wants to help, let help help. I mean, don't get don't get in help's way. Amen. Yes. Other than that, though, I I I you know I I think that because with the pandemic and everything like going on. We're not really doing gifts this year. Um, we're just grateful to be alive and safe mm-hmm. and negative. Um, that's mm-hmm. that's that's the gift in and of itself. But sure. we are um, we did you know send family and friends like who asked to get stuff for my daughter because it's her first Christmas. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, this is a family of nerds, so you can get her educational toys. <laughs> she can play and learn with. That's what she can do. Don't get her no clothes because my sister and my mother in law give her clothes every week i don't know where i'm she doesn't go anywhere but anyway that's near the end right there. um but yeah that's it just getting toys for the baby and we might do like a stocking full of stuff but other than that i'm just glad to have some time off i took the entire last week of december off and i'm just glad to sit still and do house projects mm. i won't be working i won't be working <laughs> so still and work in my house Oh no! I want presents this year. I told Jason we're doing presents this year. He was like, "We are." Well, that's yes, because your your love language is gifts. No, it's really? not. Mine's we never right. do gifts. We never do gifts. So this year, I you said, do they, trips, right? Huh? Yes, you we usually do, do trips. trips. Yeah. Well, yes, but clearly, yes, there have yes. been no trips. Right. None. So this year, we're doing gifts. So I told him, like Xavier, I got you a present. I expect Xavier to get me a present. I expect you to get me a present because I'm getting you a present. He was like, "Okay, cool, gotcha." So I found out what he's getting me, and I like it. So I have to get him something that I like too. Okay. Yeah. So he was like, did you go through my phone? Like, no, I actually, I didn't. The, your YouTube told me what you were getting me. Oh, the phones would tell. I have this good old finger hut book where you circle your stuff you wanted. Yeah, Mm-mm. never mind. I'm telling how old I am. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh-uh, these that. phones are integrated. Okay. You say one thing and then you get to add. Yes. Right. Watch out. On, on every platform. 
on yes. every platform. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, mm-hmm. I didn't even I didn't even know I was thinking about that. When did I mention that? Exactly. <laughs> I didn't even put that in my car. I just like searched the word and just popped mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely the um the person the the correct target for that because I think about it or I say and I forget and I see and I'm like oh it's a sign I have to buy it (laughs) um like that's me I I am I have been the person that you see talk when they talk on the news about people that are like just impulsive buying um during the pandemic that that's me um yeah so I'm hoping in the new year that I get that under control Praying for you. Praying for you. Yes. Thank you. Strong. Thank you. Actually, that is the title of today's episode, which is Pray for Me, Sis. Um, and we, we need a lot of prayer. Um, and we definitely want to talk today just about the importance of prayer in friendship and sisterhood. Uh, and so that's why we have these lovely guests and um, we're really excited to have you all to join us in this conversation. As I said before, we are like free flowing because we're actually friends in real life. And as we know, you all are friends in real life. So <laughs> this should this should be really good. And to start, I actually wanted to go back to a question that was asked to you, Christine, about your love language, which is gifts it is, is it not you should make that up <laughs> i was sorry i was just trolling her i was just trolling her sorry um she was at one point it was physical touch but now it's words of affirmation okay 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 and what about you erica all day long is quality time okay okay shakisha so mine is uh quality time and acts of service i'm just and I have to have both. Me not, too. Not one or the other. It's so sad. We actually need all five. Let's be really clear. <laughs> yes. Okay. There are some that we have a higher preference for, but mm-hmm. you would not be okay if you never got words of affirmation mm-hmm. or if you never got mm-hmm. physical touch or if you never got, I mean, again, on a given day, you might not need all of them, but for the totality of your existence, it is more that the five love languages speak to a part of us or a portion or a segment or some way we show up in relationships. So yes, we do have priority love languages. Quality time is, is my first one for sure. And then probably probably words of affirmation. Um, but yeah, and then keep in mind too, like you're talking about being moms and that whole evolution, your love languages change because mm-hmm. you need different things in different seasons of your life. When you're a new mom, you are touched out. And so as much as physical touch is your love language, you're like, bruh, me. could you back up? Like, why are you, why are you And so the baby, close, so get off of move me. Over. All of y'all, everybody move over. So yes, just be mindful that they, they can change. Don't feel like something's wrong with you because your love language changed. Okay, I'm back, thanks. Mm-hmm. We talked no, a lot about I, yeah, I mean, I guess yes, you know that you need all of them, but taking the quiz makes you feel like, no, this is how mm-hmm. I need to be. I don't need gifts, but I do like gifts. You know what I mean? Like, I do appreciate them, but I don't need, you know, so that I'm I'm happy for the clarification. What about you, Courtney or Christy? Y'all are like this on my screen. What <laughs> My number one, I would say, is quality time. And then number two is receiving gifts. I would say (laughs) my number one is quality time and physical touch. I feel like they they go hand in hand, those two together. Mm. Oh, girl, you can quality time with me and not touch me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No way. Yes. Still touch it. Okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
we were just having that conversation about like me I'm the type of person where I can really enjoy like silence and spending and I still feel like I'm having quality time with you like we can be in the same room you're watching tv I'm reading a book or we're both watching the same show in silence and I'm perfect I'm like this is great (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you know I used to be that way I used to be that way until you have so little time that Mm. if the time we spend together, we're not talking, uh, let's just fight, you know? So that's Mm. just, that's one of those evolutions that I have discovered. Let's just fight. Shout out to my therapist who has (laughs) helped me to free. Who is not me. Let's clarify that. I am not your, I just want to make sure it's got boundaries out here. Yes. Okay. Eric is my friend, but shout out to my (laughs) therapist who was just like, "Uh uh-huh. So why don't you tell him yeah. what you need? And I was mm. like, Mm-mm, sitting watching a movie together is not it. That was it three years ago when we had no baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So in terms of our love languages, do you all feel like you love your friends in the same language? Because I was laughing when Christy said gifts because Christy always gives gifts. Um, and I was surprised Courtney didn't say gifts because Courtney is also a gift giver. And it bugs me because I'm not a gift giver. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and I gotta go get gifts. <laughs> and I'm like, here's a gift card. You know, like just do it. I want you to get whatever you love. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you find that you love your friends in, in your love language? I would say I do. Um, I think most of my friends would say I'm that person where if you have an idea or if you are going into a new venture I'm gonna like hype you up or at least talk you through it um so that words of affirmation comes out for me also in my friendships for the most part if I think your idea I'm gonna be like you may want to rethink that a little bit but you know we gonna work out how to get you where you need to be but I think I do that in my friendships I would agree that you do do that Christina that I think that's very good for you I would say I would say it is similar because I feel like quality time is important and and I would even say primarily important but again like the emphasis on quality rather than the emphasis on time because just the time is so limited with current life circumstances but I feel like when I do connect with a friend um that it it feels like we started right where we stopped and so it feels very quality so yesterday Mm -hmm. I called my sister, Erica, and I was like, oh, girl, I haven't seen your face in a bit. So I'm getting a pedicure while masked. And I call Erica like, hey, boo, what's going on? And we talk and it wasn't like a, well, wow, the weather is da 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 kind of thing. But it was like a quality conversation. And when we ended it, I felt like I had had a friend deposit, like, you know, Mm -hmm. so while while Erica and I may not have talked on FaceTime, because I mean, before this pandemic hit, me and Erica saw each other every Sunday. So it wasn't like, we didn't necessarily have to make as much time, but now with what's going on, I'm like, oh, I haven't talked to Erica in a little bit. Let me call her just because I thought of her. And then the conversation is quality. So I would say, I would say probably the same. I have had to be so much more intentional during COVID because you do take for granted the friendships that you make with people you work with, people you do every Friday happy hour, you know, like just those routine get togethers and you don't have those it's like and my love language is acts of service followed by quality time so I always say like I'm not the person that's gonna like give you a gift but I'm the person that wants to throw you a birthday party 
um, being like, that is, that is me. And so trying to figure out what that looks like when, you know, you're not there for someone, it's, it's been, it's been different. Um, but yes, I've definitely, I'm always like, oh, I haven't seen someone, so I need to call them because I don't see them. Um, yeah. I don't know if I feel like my, I feel like gifts maybe replace one of them for me. I give my friends gifts all the time. Like that's my thing. Um, but I don't necessarily feel like I have to receive gifts. Um, but I am, I will say quality time. Um, like he should quality time, like the quality and the time, like it's more emphasis on the quality than the time. Um, but I will, like, I am also the friend, like if you call and be like, I want to see you, I'll drive or I'll fly to come see you. Cause I'm like, all right, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here. I don't really expect gifts from my friends. I give them because, you know, I'm, I think of them and I'm like, oh, such and such would like this. Or if it's your birthday, I try to give some type of thoughtful gift. But I don't really expect gifts from my friend, but now my husband, it's not so much that, you know, like on those special days, I'm like, yeah. Let me not say that I expect again. <laughs> I mean, I do. I'm, I would be more upset if he didn't get me a card because I think it's it's really more so about the thoughtfulness of it. So, I mean, yes, I do expect a gift. I'm not really expecting a Christmas gift because he did good with the birthday and my birthday and Christmas is close. But um, I don't really expect that from my friends. But with quality time, similar to what Courtney and Keisha said, Pandemic has been really hard for me because quality time is important for me. And I like to spend time with people in person, not on the phone. So the this virtual setup is really difficult for me. Like I'm, I'm not really feeling the virtual parties and the Zoom calls and all of that. That's just not what I need. I need to actually see my friends. So it's been really difficult because most of my friends are in the DC area. And so when I travel to see, when I travel to go back to the area, I'm staying with my parents. So I'm not like out and about. And so it's been difficult not getting up with them, just like catching up with each other. It's just not the same with me on the phone or FaceTime. Yeah, because yeah, Christy will decline a FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> know your friends. Know I'm your trying. Friends. Exactly. Know your friends. <laughs> you got to know, Christy's not going to FaceTime you, but Rashana will sit on the phone with you for four hours. Like, you got to know. Well, and I'll FaceTime you. <laughs> And I'll, we don't have to even be talking like that. That's like I said, the quality for me, like it's like it just, <laughs> I also live by myself. So like not going into the office with people is just like I just it's sometimes it's just the noise really of just like it's like, oh, there's someone in the next cubicle, you know, for me, even if we're not talking, it's just like occasionally I just don't I feel better about not talking to myself. <laughs> I think that's fair. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I think for me, the question of love language, I do think I'm very much a quality time person and I'm very much a words of affirmation. So it is nothing for me to think of a friend and if I don't call them directly to text a little, you're on my mind, I'm thinking of you and to say a little something or um, speaking of prayer for the topic today to say, hey, thinking of you, you crossed my mind, hope you're well and I'm praying for you. And to really in that moment, stop and pray. Cause I know a lot of Christians say I'm praying for you. And they, they, don't, they, they said that and that was a prayer maybe because they didn't really actually pray. So mm. yeah, that part where if I say it, I'm doing it like literally because what happened was, wow, a long time ago, 
I told somebody I would pray for them and I didn't like I didn't intentionally not pray for them but I forgot yeah. to pray for them and then they started like thank you for praying and I was like oh Jesus I forgot and I felt bad that they thought I prayed for them because I told them that I would and so then I just made it a point whenever I said I was going to pray to stop in the moment if I'm driving like wherever I am when that text comes through or that phone call comes through I stop in the moment and I pray because I realized somebody could be not depending on my prayer but in some way depending on my prayer not yeah. that they're yeah. you know life and death would depend on my prayer and that kind of drastic way but they're expecting that I prayed for them so I want to be a woman of my word if I say I'm going to pray for you then I do it in that moment I was that person I was that person like especially on Facebook people like oh I need prayer pray for me pray for my mom I'd like it or be like I'm praying for you and that would be it and so this year specifically I was I don't even comment anymore or like I just pray like and, and I just keep it moving because if I don't do it that way. I'm just going to like it, you know, write prayers to you and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I found that that it also just is like, wow, you know, that does only take a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does only take. So where does prayer fit in friendship mm-hmm. or how, how, how do you fit it into friendship? Let, let me, I'm, I'm going to jump in and be vulnerable for a minute, if that's okay. okay. <laughs> I never had friends who prayed for me until I met Christian Rashana. I never knew what that was. Like, you have family members who pray for you or whatever, but I never knew the value of having friends pray for you until I met them. And I never knew the value of me praying for my friends until I met them. So that was like, when was that? Like eight years ago? Has it been that long? Like eight years ago? Um, that was the first time when I met them that I was like, oh, you should actually pray for your friends. You should have friends who pray for you and your well-being and the things that you want and be there for you and all of those things. I never really understood the value in that. So for me, I feel like now that I have that in this friendship, the other it's not that the other sh- friendships are not as good or balanced or whatever. It's just that I expect that in my friendships that with people I call my close friends or like my girlfriends or my tribe I expect Mm -hmm. them to be that for me as I will be for them it adds another dimension right Mm -hmm. it's like another um source of depth for Mm -hmm. like the the richness of a friendship do you remember when was the first time that you realized that friends praying for you was valuable to you like do you Um, remember what it was I remember we were in DC and you know what I think it was? I think it was the night we all went for New Year's and we went to church Mm -hmm. and we all prayed together. And that was like the first time that like I held hands with my friends and actually prayed. And I was like, oh, wow, this is important. Cause I, I felt like the next year was like a good year for me. I felt balanced. I felt like fulfilled. And I attribute that to that moment. You talk yeah. about that New Year's Eve a lot. You really enjoyed that. I did. I did. Yeah, I, I don't know. Did. I remember it. <laughs> did, yeah. Like you talk about your favorite New Year's or something. You always talk about that. That was a good year. Yeah. 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 I think for me, it's important um, for a friendship to pray for your friends because a lot of times as friends will come to each other and like dump like dump what's been going on with our days, with our relationships, with our other friendships, with our families. And a lot of times as friends, we want to help fix the problems for our friends. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, it's the realization that I can't fix what's going on in my friend's life, but I know who can. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm a big journaler. So um, I write in my journal all the time. And a lot of times I'll pray specifically, I put people's names in my journal. And if I know specifically what to pray for them about, I'll write that in my journal too. And it's amazing when I see um, the turn in their life or whatever I'm praying for them for. Sometimes I'll say, hey, here's a screenshot from six months ago. Look, on this day, I prayed for you about this issue that you are um, have been delivered from now. And, and I have not been in a situation where the friend hasn't been like, oh my God, like not like what Erica said, it's not that my prayers made the difference, but I think it made a difference because the Bible says the prayers of the righteous availeth much. And if we are going to be the Christians that we say we are, um, we need to be praying about everything and everybody and not trying to be Ayala fix my life for everybody, but really going to the one who can do that on behalf of our friends. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that mm-hmm. because I feel like oftentimes when I talk to my friends about certain situations, I feel like I'm always saying, oh, I'm gonna pray for you. And I feel like sometimes it sounds cliche, but prayer really works. Like the power of prayer is like none other. And I think over this past year and a half, especially because of all the transitions that I've gone through in my life and just in talking to my friends and knowing that they're praying for me and the prayers of others, of my parents, of my family, like I could, I know it's because of my prayers. I know it's because of the prayers of my friends and of my family that it brought me through all of this. And it's just, it really is a blessing to be able to look back and say like, this is where I once was, but through prayer, like this is where God had has brought me. And it's a blessing to be able to look at my friends' lives and see where they came from and then where they are today. So sometimes, like I said, I really think it does sound cliche, like I'm gonna pray for you, but prayer works. It truly does change things. And I think we all have our own testimonies as to how it can change things. Yeah, I actually don't know friendship without prayer. Um, Like my very first friends growing up, we all went to church together. I was, um, I was that kid, like daycare was a woman that went to our church, her grandkids, we all were in church on Friday night for dance rehearsal, Saturday for choir, usher practice, Sunday for church, Sunday afternoon you know, the revival dinners, like <laughs> vacation Bible school. And those are still my friends today. And then when I went to college, I joined the Christian sisterhood immediately, you know? Um, and so those were my friends until they excommunicated me when I became a Zeta. Um, and <laughs> yeah, the, it was it was an interesting time. That sounded like uh, another episode. <laughs> right. Yeah, they... they, yeah, they didn't believe in sororities because they felt that I was now exalting I was putting these Greek letters above God which was not the case but that is what they felt and so I was no longer upholding the Christian sisterhood principles so they um stopped talking to me and um and but, that's not upholding the Christian sisterhood principles right. should be very clear Hello. all right thank you are you Christian <laughs> Sorry, no judgment because I, you know, God can judge you, not me, but at the same time. Yeah, yeah. But then I got sorority sisters who prayed, you know, um, who we all pray. We all went to church together every Sunday, had dinner, and then I moved to DC. 
my friends here, we all became a really good group because we all went to Reed Temple together. So it's just like, I really don't know friendship. <laughs> Did y'all know y'all went to Reed Temple together? No, until I just saw this. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, even though now I'm like, I'm, I haven't really been to Reed Temple virtually. I'm, I've been attending New Life. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yes, we love right, it from right. yeah. Because... <laughs> Reverend Tommy is everything. Can I just give mm-hmm. us five pods? And Reverend like, Omari too. Yes, and Reverend Omari, yes. Just yes, because, well, yeah, you know. <laughs> yes, because uh, Shalit, uh, Reverend Fomby, when I first went to Reed Temple, um, my grandmother was a pastor and, well, she was an itinerant elder and um, in the AME church, so she can't run church, but she's there at a church. And anywho, uh, but like my grandmother, it was something about seeing a woman in the pulpit which growing up when my grandmother became a pastor there was a lot of controversy like there were men and families who literally left the church because they were like there shouldn't be a woman in the pulpit and just seeing her with all her fire and for whatever reason when she spoke I always felt like God had told her about me um and that was very difficult and so I just have kind of just followed her everywhere um, even when she was around the corner from my house, I had to go there for New Year's because every time I go to church for New Year's, my year is right. When I don't go, the one time I did not go to church for New Year's, my year was awful. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I don't know, I don't know um, a friendship without prayer. But what I will say is, as children, the prayer comes from growing up in the church it's just like you know everyone gather around hold hands we're gonna pray for each other but as you become an adult it has become more important and where I have seen it grow is when you are going through tough times and you cannot pray for yourself and you have a friend that just steps up and just says the words like you know like they say the words for you um, those moments have been very, very, very special mm-hmm. to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't look at me like that, Courtney. I'm not going to cry. So, Shoshana is the crier in the group. So, it's all right to cry. It is. It is. I am the expressionist. <laughs> yes. I like I, that. I like that. <laughs> One of, one of my favorite things about prayer is that, um, well, one, we know that prayer is a conversation, right? And I am one of those people, I inherited it from um, my father that I uh, am constantly talking to God. I mean, I am the person I'm like, do I go left or right here? All right, God, so you know which way I need to get to this grocery store. You know whether or not there's traffic to the left or right. That's me, like mm-hmm. on every single thing. And um, I think one of the things that I learned is that prayer um, and being in constant conversation, communication with God makes you a smarter person. It makes you a wiser person. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to the context of friendships and you really want to be a good friend, you have to be operating from a position of wisdom because Mm -hmm. someone could say something to you and you need to be discerning as to what they're saying to you and whether um, you need to be looking in between the lines of what they're saying to, mm-hmm. because 
they don't know how to be vulnerable, but want to be vulnerable or, you know, someone who is saying things that are hurtful. And instead of seeing, you know, how they're trying to hurt you, you see the pain within them. Like all of those things come from being in constant conversation with God. And so the way that I see prayer in the context of friendship is not just covering your friends, which is very important, not just being covered by your friends, but like being a friend requires you to be in a position where you're constantly communicating with God so that the things that you're saying are not ruining the people you love the most. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I felt that. Mm-hmm. Could you all be, could you, do you all, could you all be friends, friends, not associates, but friends with someone who does not pray? Yeah. Sure. I have been, I probably am still. <laughs> I think, am. yeah, I think about the question you mentioned, um, kind of as we were chatting before we started recording about the notion of being equally yoked or being unequally yeah. yoked. I think that's, yeah, I think, yes. Um, I think to be fair and honest, that's how each of us came to know Christ in some capacity. We were the friend who didn't know him mm-hmm. and somebody introduced us to him. Somebody was kind to us and we saw their light and we asked questions or we got curious. And because we were willing to share the gospel, share the light, share the hope of Christ, other people came to know him and they were, we were them at a, at a time. And so the idea of not being friends with somebody because they don't know where to find the 23rd Psalm or because they don't know how to pray the Lord's Prayer or because they don't know what communion is or like some of the legalistic things we think about, like, oh, mm-hmm. you don't know that. It's like, mm-hmm. no, I don't know. Neither did you when you first started. So let's, mm-hmm. let's slow down and catch each other up. Now, I do think, you know, we do have to be mindful if we have friends who are still way caught up in the world that we might need to be mindful of how much time we're with them and how much influence they have over us because scripture does talk about not throwing your pearls before swine. And so making sure that we're not putting ourselves in spaces that will compromise or have us compromise our faith. Mm -hmm. But I do think it is important as Jesus did to sometimes go into the places where the people are said to be untouchable to go in and be be present for them, to be light for them, to be joy for them, to be hope for them so that when the tides turn and when God speaks to them and when the timing is appropriate, they can make a shift and they'll ask us questions and they'll be looking for safe space and they'll be looking for love in the right place and we'll be able to extend that to them. And so I do think that there's something about being prayerful and I think that what Keisha mentioned is great, this notion of this ongoing prayer because God will show us how to go to, the, how to, go to those places and how to stay safe in those places. Mm-hmm. But also when it's time to get up out of those places too so that we don't overstay our welcome mm-hmm. and undo the goodness of God kind of in those ways. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. And a part of being the light of the world that the Bible talks about is you can't be light in a room full of light. Because how how is anybody going to see your light if everybody around you is also light? The way light works is when it goes into darkness. Mm -hmm. And if you're not willing to go into darkness, are you really being a light? If you're not willing to put yourself out there, if you're not willing to be that example, and Erica's completely right, you don't need to be in a situation where that friend has so much influence on you that you're going to strip clubs with them. Like, oh, fine I'm being light I'm in a strip club light 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 right. no 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 that's not what we mean <laughs> but <laughs> I think come it's come, <laughs> come, come on up out of it I think it's super important though not to be like I can't be friends with you because you don't know Jesus like I know Jesus because how dare we measure how well we know Jesus against other people and on top of that we don't really know like you don't really know somebody's relationship with God mm-hmm. unless you're with them every day honestly 
Yeah, right. I was going to say that um, you don't know who prays and who doesn't. I mean, you may have those conversations. You don't know who's saved and who's not saved. So, you know, we're not the ones to be the judge of that. I definitely think I feel like I can be friends to anyone. Um, I feel like I can normally get along with anyone. I have friends who are not Christian. I, you know, I know most of my friends that I do talk to. Sometimes we do talk about prayer. We talk about church. Um, I have some people that I, I just met and they know I go to church and we haven't had really in-depth conversations about prayer or religion, but they, you know, I guess they've already kind of deemed me like, oh, you you go to church and so you're probably not into that, um, but I can still relate to them. And so, you know, I think definitely like it was said before, you know, we are to be that light. We are to just separate ourselves. I mean, we are to be separate in the world, but we're not to, you know, we're not to be like, oh, well, you're not this. So I'm not, you know, I'm not dealing with you. Like, no, that's not how are we going to reach out? How are we going to get others saved that do not even know, you know, Jesus Christ, who don't even feel comfortable going to a church, who may have been scarred by what has happened to them by the church. Mm -hmm. So um, I definitely think I could be friends with those who do not pray. Like I said, friends with those who um, are also not Christian and I pray for them um, because I'm not the judge uh, of them. All I can do is, is pray. Um, and uh, just like they may introduce me to their religion, also introduce them as um, God gives me the strength and the wisdom. She went to the third heaven. She praying right third, now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was so I was gonna jump in here because I, I so Christina knows, and we've had these conversations about my unique views on friendship. Mm -hmm. um so this whole idea of whether or not friends need to be equally yoked kind of you know it's one of those questions that I don't I don't really um answer because to me like I guess my thought is like even as a disciple right um I can be a friend without the person needing to be friends with me you know what I mean like but sometimes I'm called to be a friend to someone, but they're not necessarily called to be a friend to me. And so if I'm doing my part, which is I'm just to be a friend without demanding your friendship in return, which I feel like is mm. kind of arrogant. Like just because I'm mm. friend to you means you gotta be friend to me. Um, and so if, if my focus is on serving my purpose in this relationship, then I guess I'm not really looking at whether or not we're equally yoked unless you about to be my man. Um, or unless you are about to be someone I consider to be a part of my close circle, right? So taking care that who feeds into me mm -hmm. is, uh, is connected to the, to the source, connected to the one, so that when mm -hmm. you're feeding into me, you, you're not giving me dirty water. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but like to be a friend, we don't, we don't need to have, we don't even need to discuss Yokin because mm. I'm here to serve the purpose that I'm called to you mm. for. Um, I have, I recently acquired a new mentee and I, it was, so when God like assigns me to someone, like I will see them and he will go, there's your assignment. Like, it's like very clear. Mm. And so she was doing something and I was like, oh, okay. I'm called to her. I'd never spoken to her uh, like at all. You should don't like people y'all. She mean at first. I love people. 
She was mean she to me. People, Kisha loves people. I was mean to you probably because you deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> See, exhibit A. <laughs> but saying like God is really clear when He calls me to somebody, and so mm-hmm. I reached out to her not because I expected her anything from her in return I only reached out to her because I know that I was called to do so and it ended up turning into a mentor mentee relationship I didn't know what the relationship was supposed to be I just know that I was supposed to do what God called me to do which was to reach out and to be whatever for her Mm -hmm. right and so I I approach friendships in that same way so whether Mm -hmm. or not somebody calls me a friend I only know Mm -hmm. I'm assigned to certain people and that Mm -hmm. assignment doesn't have to be a friendship a mutual friendship Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what Keisha said is really key. Like, I think um, that a lot of times we treat friendships as transactional. Mm-hmm. You do for me and I do for you instead mm-hmm. of going into it like I'm your friend, just like Jesus served his friends. I'm going to serve you. That doesn't mean you're going to be, you know, their slave or you're going to they're going to be running, running all over you. But you are there to serve. And I think if you get caught up in the tit for tat that mm-hmm. friendships can be. That's not a true girlfriend friendship. Like that's not something that you really want to be a part of. That's not, that's keeping score. That's not a, that's not a deep down friendship because there are going to be times in your friendships where you're able to give more. There are going to be times in your friendships where you can't give anything because right now you're so tapped out. And if you have a transactional friendship, those times when you're dried up, you're not going to be able to go to that other person because then they're going to be like, well, well, you didn't have time for me last week. So I don't have time for you now, deuces. And that's not a real friend. Yeah, I like the idea that I hear a lot of times in leadership, like you're talking about transactional versus transformational. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) throughout this conversation, I always think in 2017, I like, I I didn't turn away from God, but I turned away from religion um, because I just I just started having a lot of questions. And I really asked God to show me, I asked him to show himself in everyday things, if that makes sense. Not just like the routine that we learn in terms of religion, go to church, be in the choir, whatever. And so through that, that was really transformational. And that happened in my friendships. And so the idea, just like you were saying, Keisha and Chris, well, everyone was saying around, you know, you may, you, someone who might not pray, they can show God to me in an action. You know, they may not know that it was an answer to my prayer. They may know, they may not know that God is speaking through them to me, but I recognize it because I recognize God and I know the relationship that I have with him and vice versa, you know, I may not speak quote unquote, prayer to them, you know, but what I may do or what I bring to that relationship does that because as you all saying, like we are light. Um, And so, yes, but I will say I do appreciate my friends who speak what I would say the same language (laughs) as me um, because you're, I'm able to connect. You know, it's the same as like when I went to look for a therapist, one of the things that I was looking for was a Christian-based therapist, um, because as I grow in my spirituality, I want someone who can speak to me in, a, in that way, you know, and it's not, I, I don't know, I might have, I might have had the same, I guess, um, progress or relationship 
with my therapist if they weren't Christian, but I don't know. But I knew at that time for what I, I needed someone who could really, in addition to all the clinical, um, you know, methodology and all of that, I needed someone who could really speak some yeah. words into me. That's <laughs> so, so good, Rashana. Yes, so it's good. so cool. I've seen the difference where I've had clients who have not wanted to engage their faith for whatever reason. I'm respectful of that. We reach a point and it's like, oh, if we could just pray. Oh, if we if they were open to. Oh, and mm-hmm. so I'm like, well, they said no. And so I'm not going to push. But then I've seen literally a similar place for other clients who are engaging their faith. And it's like we jump this hurdle because we are Christian. And so we can talk about how to engage our faith around this or what scriptures we can look to or yes. what verses we can memorize or what mantras we can pull from scripture or what we can do to pray, like all the ways we can engage our faith. And that is certainly the difference maker for some clients in therapy is the ability to engage their faith in the process, as you suggested, with all the psychology, with all the understandings of, you know, um, different, you know, modes of therapy, adding faith has been like a a major game changer for some clients. And so I'm happy that you mentioned that because I think we, people think, well, I don't need my my therapist to be Christian because that's not what I'm going to them. And I get that because some people are too churchy, even in this this, 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 uh, mental health realm, some people can just be too, everything Jesus is like no Jesus and therapy and some medication when necessary and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all these other pieces and so I think it's great that you highlight that for those who are interested in finding a therapist to just make sure we're mindful that God wants to engage our spirit too it's not just a heart thing it's not yeah. just a mind thing but it's a total you know a holistic approach to, to wellness mm-hmm. yes 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 that's all I can say is that yes, <laughs> yes. I think I'm learning I'm figuring out if that is important to me or not, as I continue to grow, like the term of being equally yoked and all of that. Like, I think as I grow in my, in life and in my friendships, I think it, I'm learning how important that is to each friendship, but also to me and how I interact with my friends. Like I've definitely had friends in the past that were not, <laughs> we were not on the same page. Um, and I definitely have friends who I, we do speak um, a similar language. So I think I'm learning as I'm listening to all of you I'm also learning like things about myself in this and like how I interact and engage with my friendships and what does that what does that mean for me and what is that important for me moving forward I think as I grow it's important to know that and to have that in my friendships um but I'm not I'm also not discounting the friends that are not we don't speak the same language all the time yeah yeah definitely yeah because I'm that friend that's going to listen to like a sermon and I will text it because they'll say something and I'm like "Mm, that's for this person you know what I mean like I was listening to uh Sarah Jakes Robert on on Sunday and she had a sermon called um girl get up and she did it for another church but in that it's like she was just talking about how like really you have to like repair the little girl in yourself because you know you today are there are people and legacies and generations that are connected to you and in that she was asking like to pray and I was really praying for like the women in my life um and that is really important to me and I just thought about how um she's she was then talking about like gener- like how your elders, even those that have gone on, you know, how they prayed for you 
and how even in the spiritual realm, they are still interceding on your behalf. And I was just thinking about when I was praying for my friends and um, like the women in my family, I was just like, wow, there are times when I don't even know that they're praying for me. You know what I mean? And if they're praying this hard, you know, just how much that has probably even layered a, an extra protection or some extra energy or strength. Just like Christina said, for those times when I don't have it. And I'm very honest with my friends. Like I will tell them straight up, like I, I, I don't have anything in my cup. I'm so sorry. Like I don't have anything. <laughs> like I'm depleted right now. I just, I can't give it. Um, and I appreciate that I have friends that are like, okay, well, let's pour, you know, I'll give you some of mine, you know, to keep, um, to keep you going. And that, that, that's really important. Yeah, that is, that is really important. I will also say, I think having friendships, having the space in your friendships to be open about prayer and faith and all of that is helpful um, I do think that it creates an additional support that you may not get in other friendships just to be able to be vulnerable in that space. Like for me, like a while ago in the beginning of my like faith journey, being able to say, I'm not, I don't really know that much about this, but I know this. And I have the space to be honest about my faith and like my struggle, like my past struggles with it and how I am now and all of that. So I do think having that support and that additional layer of foundation to be able to pray and talk about faith in that in that sense with your friends is important you mentioned a key word i think that prayer requires group prayer friend, prayer within friendship requires vulnerability like you have to be willing to say i don't know something i need something i'm believing god for something i'm trusting god for something i'm not sure about something so there's this opportunity to acknowledge that I need help. I need support. And then to invite your friends, your sister girls, your people who love you, who care for you, who you've had other experiences with, to be able to kind of, as we've already stated, kind of engage each other's faith in that moment to say, hey, well, let's pray. Another thing that prayer does, we didn't talk about it, but this, I've been in places with friends at a time, um, more so past friends than current friends, if I'm honest. But we've, I've been in spaces with friends and, you know, that little, the little G comes in there gossip. And people start talking about <laughs> they keep caring about so and so who's not there, and I have gotten the Lord. The Lord used me. Let me say that because I can't speak. I can't say it was me. The Lord was like, "Sis, shut this down." And I was like, "Wow," because I felt bad. Like I was like, "I don't want to be a part of this conversation." I love this person. We have good times with her. She's not here, and people are just going in on sis. And I just couldn't sit quietly. Like I wasn't there. Like I know I'm hearing all this, and I'm offended. Holy Spirit said, "Shut it down." And I was like, "What do I do?" Holy Spirit was like, say, everybody, let's pray. And so I was like, that's weird. <laughs> like me sitting here like, <laughs> okay, everybody, let's pray. And I was like, you for real, Holy Spirit? He was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. So I was like, okay, so we here, we talking about sis and sis is not here. And I don't like how this is going. So let's just pray. And they all, not all, like a few of them looked at me crazy, like side eyes, like what? And I was like, yeah, let's just pray. And so we joined hands and we prayed for sis. And then Holy Spirit said, mm, don't just pray for her, pray for the people at this table who think it's okay that this will be acceptable to call yourselves mm. friends and mm. to talk about somebody that you call mm. a friend the way you're talking about her. Mm. And I remember feeling like, but I don't wanna be the person that likes look we looks weird because I'm like taking a stand. But God was like, if you're this person's friend, that's what friends do. Yeah. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, you right, you right, you right, Jesus, you right, you right. So I did. I prayed for sis who wasn't there. And then I prayed for each of us by name and prayed that we would be the kind of friend who would stop a conversation where our friend was being bashed, that we would stop a conversation where it was looking like it was going to go left. And mm-hmm. if that didn't work, to get up and leave, like to, to shift the atmosphere by removing yourself from that space. And so mm-hmm. I remember the few times where I felt the push from the Holy Spirit to do those things and how it shifted the atmosphere. And I can't say that they didn't talk about me next time they got together or that I didn't get invited the next time. I don't know, maybe not. But I was intentional in those moments to honor the voice of God speaking to me in that moment, to honor this person who was not there to speak up for herself and then not to pretend that I could continue in those spaces with them and allow them to engage in that behavior. Because it's kind of like, you know, we've all heard the stories and if not, you've seen it on social media where people are like, yeah, so-and-so was talking about you. Like, are you just sat there? Like, right. yep. you telling me? <laughs> like, 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 why they feel like, so comfortable? Like, don't tell right. me. Tell they me felt... why they felt comfortable mm-hmm. saying, saying it. it around you. Mm-hmm. So, being the friend who will allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you in those moments to break up the monotony of some of the things that women can get caught up in, um, and to shift the gear and to change to change the change the whole trajectory of conversations in a way that is really beneficial. And then again, I think those people then you know see you differently, and they know that certain conversations conversations can't happen around you mm-hmm. because the holy spirit will use you to shut it down yes mm-hmm. amen amen yes. yes amen yes you know what i else i've appreciated about courtney and christy and i'm sure you all see it in your friendship as well is that um there are things that i may have been praying heavily for that i stopped praying for and i just appreciate my girls for continuing to pray for me for those things. That's it. That's the tweet. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but I do, I do, I do, I do, because that's a part of friendship too. I think some I think someone said it earlier just around like, you know, there you want to pray for your friends for things they're asking, but also like, you know, have your discernment to know the difference and things. But when we talk about just intercessory prayer sometimes you just stop and it's and it's it's because like you just you lose faith Mm -hmm. honestly and that has been the biggest blessing of having a sister a sisterhood that that prayer exists you know because you have those moments where you lose faith and your friends just remind you like nope we still don't pray about it we still gonna claim it. You know what I mean? Like 2019 was your year? No, okay. 2020 is gonna be yeah, nope. Okay, 2021 is gonna be a year, you know. And I just really um I really appreciate that part. Um, because you just sometimes it bugs you because you're just like, girl, I done stopped, you know, but you know that the you may have stopped speaking it, you know, but you but your desires have not stopped and so i pray for this mm. the the anchor and the the backup <laughs> for for those things too i mean i think it's it's so important because my theme for 2020 was keep hope alive and um like my journey with getting my son was it's so funny because we did we did a series called not therapy and theology christianity and counseling there we go at the beginning of the year and I the beginning of 2020 I was so um hopeless in the child realm that I was hiding behind 
gratitude for everything else. And one of my good big sisters was just like, girl, you so obsessed with gratitude that you're not, you're hiding behind it and not tapping into the thing that you really want and you really desire. And you hiding behind it is not going to help you manifest the thing that God has promised you in your life. So then I was like, you know what? Keep hope alive is going to be the thing for 2020. And I talked a lot about hope and ding, baby showed up on my doorstep, literally. And it's, but it's those friends that can call you out and be like, I know you want this. And I know that you said God promised you this. So we're going to hope for you even when you've lost it. And I think that hope and that prayer is what keeps friendships really those deep friendships alive. And I think group prayer really does strengthen a friendship. Um, I can think back to a time that Keisha and I were holding hands, bawling, crying at a Sarah J's conference. So that was one of the best conferences I've ever went to because me and Keisha like left at all the great parts. We were just like, okay, we're tired. (laughs) We're going back to the hotel. Conference was in the middle of it like you know, we just I, I couldn't I hang was, I was also freshly pregnant so. yeah you were like I, mean, I, said, I, 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 listened, I listened to you all's recap <laughs> it was it was amazing sis, sis was pregnant and sleepy okay I'm like the I was like you ready to go she's like yes and <laughs> it was an amazing amazing conference it, really it, it really was and at one point we were um you were instructed to pray for the person that was sitting next to you and we were really engaging in deep prayer. And I don't really remember what we said. I think I prayed that Keisha didn't get a black neck because I think she was obsessed with that at that point. Um, <laughs> when she was pregnant. <laughs> and I'm sure she prayed for me to have, have a child too. But I just remember the feeling of being ha- holding hands with my sister and crying and just asking God for what was really on our hearts and it was like we were already friends we had already started the podcast but I think that that moment really took it to the next level uh we here we are investing in our friendship investing in our in in our own spiritual lives and really taking the time out to pray for each other other and covering each other in such a meaningful way I will say this that you know that I trust you if I ask you to pray for me Yes. Because I don't ask everybody to pray for me. Nor should you. (laughs) You can't really be sure where people are sending their prayers. But I'm just saying that like, especially if I'm like, hey, I'm going through this. I just need you to pray for me. Or if I don't even tell you what I'm going through. And I'm just like, hey, can you just just send one up for your girl? Because Mm -hmm. she is on struggle bus. Yes. And it just feels so good to be able to have those friendships that you can do that with. And I feel extremely privileged when somebody does that with me Mm -hmm. because prayer is so intimate, so intimate. Um, You are, you're peeling back the layers and exposing like the deep, dark parts of your heart, like the, the scary parts, the, the parts that you can't say out loud when someone prays for you because you never know what God is going to say to them than say to you. Okay. So it really is a, a moment of vulnerability. Um, and I, I wish more people um, uh, considered not the seriousness is not the word that I'm looking for, but like the responsibility yeah. of prayer mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. that it is, it, it is, it's yes, it's serious, but more so 
it is such an extreme act of intimacy that yeah. just like you wouldn't take someone someone's heart you know you wouldn't you wouldn't take your spouse's heart or your partner's heart and throw it on the ground and stomp it you can't do that when somebody asks you to pray for them so don't yeah. treat it lightly like treat it for the 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 value that yeah. it is that it is life changing and like you could be speaking directly to what someone is going through because of what god deposits in you you have no idea yes that's that vulnerability because yes like yeah if i the same thing if i yes this is we for me it it takes a lot for me to be vulnerable so (laughs) yes i appreciate having friends that i can be 100 with um 1000 with 1000 yeah i can be 1000 with because, yeah. um yeah yeah I, I i i i appreciate that and i think also adding the prayer in there has has helped me to be 1000 with god mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. they have held me accountable <laughs> You know, and like you said, sometimes when they're praying for you and they're hoping for you, yeah, they hold you accountable to to also be 1,000 with God. Um, and uh, yes, <laughs> and that has been a great journey of getting getting to a place where I can be 1,000 with God. I mean, where I can be 1,000 with God. I mean, on God's side, he already knows what it is, you know, but, <laughs> but um, on my side, just fully being vulnerable you know um it, it's 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 like yeah it's just another level another level mm-hmm. <laughs> so um does anyone have any final thoughts for this conversation get you some friends that pray hello and if you don't if you already have friends that are solid friendships sometimes the way to get them to pray is to say hey before we leave before we get off the zoom call before we hang up from our girls chat before we whatever let's pray it doesn't have to be deep you don't need all you don't need sheets you don't need Juanita Bynum music you don't need nothing fancy you <laughs> no, just I need, need to like you know I'm just saying you know some people think you got to go all the way into prayer it could just be like Christina you. you need to set the atmosphere mm-hmm. yes and you do I you mean, need set to set the atmosphere no but Christina but I mean, want music Christina. no I want to okay wait so when I get in the mood <laughs> I need to listen to music. I need to listen to that sexy music that gets me in the mood to get in the mood. mood Same thing with Jesus. I need to listen to that Jesus music to get me in the mood, settle my spirit. I can feel him all over me. That's how I get in the mood for Jesus. Yes. 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 And we send it back to Erica. Go ahead. That's what I was saying, right? Back to me. So what I was saying is, no, I mean, yes, I do agree that there's definitely a time and a place for mood, but I also think in order to keep things, not so much lighthearted, but to meet us where we are sometimes, it is just to say, hey, girls, I really appreciate you. Let's have a word of prayer. Something really simple. It doesn't have to be super deep. It doesn't even have to be a long prayer. It can just be, God, I'm thankful for these women that I call friends. I'm grateful for the safe space to share, to have a good time, to laugh, whatever. In Jesus' name, amen. Like, it doesn't have to be super, super deep. I need, you know, any big words. But that can be a model for how we continue to have that small act of kindness, that small act of faith to become a thing. When we get together, that's always an expectation that we're not just going to hang up anymore. We're not just going to say, okay, bye. We're going to like have a moment where we say, hey, let's pray. And maybe it'll be the same 
same person every time, or maybe we'll get courageous and we'll take turns, or maybe somebody who's developing their faith will say, can I pray today? And we'll say, yes, sis, and we'll excite, you know, we'll, we'll slice them up while they build their prayer life, but it doesn't happen. We talk about faith being developed in community, and that's one of the great benefits of friendship is that our faith can continue to grow. As scripture says, every round goes higher, or people say that, I don't know if that's the scripture, but every round goes higher, and so this side, that was like, hold on, wait, is that really in the Bible? You gotta watch yourself, you be like, that's it, that is not in the Bible. Google it real people quick. say, right, Google <laughs> What translation, no, like, what translation that's is that? Hezekiah 2, 16. Okay. All right. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for the, for the preacher's wife. Who's, amen. So the pastor's wife. So yes, but being intentional though, to be mindful of those moments to infuse faith and prayer and our friendships in small ways that can grow over time, such that when somebody has, an, you know, um, as we might call a real prayer need in quotes, they would feel comfortable bringing that to the group because this is a group that has prayed together, even at a surface level you don't start real deep prayer without hitting the surface first. And so you build that practice mm -hmm. over time and it becomes more natural, more rhythmic, feels like a more safe space. And then you go to the, I need God to heal my body in this specific way. After you've had the, I'm thankful for my friendships relationship kind of prayer. That's mm -hmm. a benefit over time. You know who does the best prayer too? to be having breathing in and out like you do in Lamar's class, Erica. She got the best, y'all. The mom hands down. Really, thank you. <laughs> you missed it at the beginning when they were like, "Oh, can you pray?" And I looked right at Erica and I said, "You better." Did. Do I was like, "Are you looking at me? I see you, I brother. See you you better do my me. breathe and breathe out. Thank you very much." She, she said, "I love the breathe and breathe she out." Did say that. She did say, "I better." But so, yes. I think it's also because sometimes the people who have the calmest like spirits when they pray. Mm. I, I, you know, I'm born and raised in a black church, so I love a good hoop and holler. But sometimes you need that small, still voice mm. that is going to just touch you in the soft spot of your heart where you'll be like, okay, God, this is you talking to me right in this moment. Yes. And I just love when she prays. That's just me. So not saying you have to pray right now because this ain't my podcast and I can't take it over, but I'm just saying I love when Erica prays. Yes. And Erica is going to pray. Uh <laughs> she is. I'm saying, yeah. He's going to pray us out. Um, um, uh, but before we do that, we have a couple more items on the agenda. But yes, and are you, you're going to do the breathing? All, all the walk us through. Yes, she will. Oh, I've, I've been, will. I've been, um, yes, yes, I've been voluntold. Yes, that is what I must do. Yes, I'm on it. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. See, he's just speaking to me through. You know, he's just speaking through. Yeah, me. speaking to me through you. I yeah. appreciate it. I appreciate. That's what it. friends are for. I appreciate God and the vessel. Thank you, friend. <laughs> and other friend for saying that I should pray. Thank you both. I appreciate you. You both. see, you see, we were equally yoked right there. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> I love y'all so much. Really our rules. It's been, you know, motion and second. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh my goodness. Sound like a whole AME meeting. Praise the Lord, <laughs> girl. Raise. Can't help it. <laughs> so usually after our segment, we always do a, what are we grateful for? Or what, who is on 1000 this week? Um, so in kicking it off, I will start in sharing based on this conversation in the line with our topic shout out. And I'm grateful for all of the friendships that allow you to be vulnerable, be yourself, to pray with you, to support you, um, to be there. So shout out to those friendships, everyone listening who has that friendship. I wanna big up that friendship. I wanna big up the friendships on the podcast and everyone here. I think it's amazing that, you know, we can create that space and have that vulnerability with our friends. I don't think we talk about it enough. So I want to say I'm grateful for that. Um, Christy, do you wanna go next? 
Yeah, so um, I'm grateful for growth, for spiritual growth uh, since I moved to Chicago um, and I've joined a new church. I've uh, definitely increased my Christian education. I didn't really go to Bible study or Sunday school. Um, and so now I'm doing that uh, almost every Wednesday, every Sunday. So, and I've um, taken some classes this year, which have really, uh, really contributed to my spiritual growth this year. And I still have a ways to go. We're always growing. But um, I'm very grateful for that. It's definitely brought me through this year. Mm, yes. Yes. You got a master theologian over there, too. Hello. Yes, I do. I, I'm, I'm certainly blessed to have that. But yes. I don't rely on him too much. I got to be learning for myself. Um. I am grateful for a couple of things. Uh, first, I want to. I want. I am grateful for my coworker friends uh, that I worked with in my last position because they were unexpected prayer partners. I'm thankful for uh, First Baptist of Glen Arden for inviting me. Uh, that's my former church. I know that's Christy's old <laughs> church. Um, to their New Year revival uh, because that opened up an opportunity for me, like I said, to fellowship with coworkers in a different way. Um, and I never had that. I'm usually, I'm like very like, this is my job. Y'all are my work people. You guys were not friends. You don't follow me. Like, <laughs> and so to be in that position where um, we're in church and we are praying for each other. We are, and like I said, I'm the expressionist. So I will let out a holler if I need to, you know, I will hit a step if I need to. And so being able to have that experience with coworkers was, was, it has been awesome, especially in an environment where I was just like totally overworked and stressed. And then um, as Courtney said, I just want to thank all of my friends for being here through 2020. And lastly, Christina, you start off my year, as you know, with your post, like I screenshot it and I saved it in my phone because yes. it was exactly the accountability I needed. And mm -hmm. so I appreciate God for using you to be vulnerable on Facebook because, you know, with all the algorithms and things, you never know what you're going <laughs> to see, right? Like, like, like you just never know what you're going to see. And I just happened to see that post and I was just like, I was a mess. I was, I was literally a mess. I literally had to pull my car over because I was just Aww. like, I was bawling because that was exactly the accountability. So I thank God just for the spaces that we have that allow us to like pour into people that you don't even know, you know, with like the podcast and you with your therapeutic work, like you just never know. I mean, like you just, you just never know. And so we didn't have these spaces to listen and to share. I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm sure God's going to find you wherever he needs to. Um, but I definitely appreciate, appreciate the space. Um, and whatever Facebook's algorithm was, that was like, <laughs> right there uh, for me. <laughs> It wasn't Facebook, that was God. He put that right on your page. That was, I mean, he put it on there. And, um, and the thing is, I was just, I was literally struggling with it. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like right in that moment. And you know, I'm not supposed to be texting and driving or reading and driving. And I was scrolling and boom. And it was just, I mean, like I said, I, had, I couldn't even see. I was just, the Lord was like, mm-hmm. uh, that post, that post just about, yes, yes. And burying it in gratitude. That was whew, mm-hmm. very down deep. That and also just, just, just achievement as well. Um, yeah. That is where I like to bury it. Deep, mm-hmm. deep, deep. So. Yeah. Cover it with pride, which is never a okay. good thing. Yes, exactly. You can't cover nothing with pride. Right, exactly. So. Amen. So I, I'll go next. I am grateful for 2020. I know a lot of people are like, 2020 is terrible. 2020 has been trash. But um, I will say 2020 is a year that God really showed me who he was in more than one way. Um, he showed me what I didn't need. He showed me what everything will look like stripped down. He showed me what discipline looks like when everything else is gone. He showed me what a new facet of myself looks like through my son. Like that Christina 3.0 is not Christina 2.0 and 3.0 was great. So I need to lean into 3.0. But it's, it's you, if you don't learn the lessons from the year that you are exiting from, you're not going to be able to walk in the fullness of the year you are entering into. And Mm -hmm. a part of what I said in 2019 is the 2020 Christina needs 2019 Christina. Like she needed all of the heartbreak, all of the disappointments, all of the lessons that were learned in order to go into 2020, learning what God needs her to learn, me to learn in 2020. So I feel like I thank God for this year. And if, you know, you're looking for every year to be, this year is amazing. This year, there is something amazing about every year. There is something you learn about every year. You may not get everything that you think you need, but you'll get everything that God says, I'm going to deposit into you this year. So I'm thankful for 2020, maybe a controversial opinion, but that's just me. I'm also thankful Ooh, for 2020. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm also thankful for 2020, primarily because 2020 was the year that my daughter was brought earthside. So, I mean, I'm never going to talk bad about 2020. I, I understand all the terrible things that have happened. Um, but my my daughter came earthside and um, Trump got voted out. So I am <laughs> reaching for the positive things of 2020. Um, but I would say that I am grateful um for uh learning learning to sit in uncomfortable learning to sit in discomfort um that's what 2020 has been um i started therapy this year i gave birth this year i um uh, gained new friendships i had to put friendships on hold i had to learn to sit in discomfort this year Mm -hmm. um not just in the world but in my own personal um in my own personal life Mm -hmm. and so um I think learning to sit in that space and not to expect anything from it um, has been a great moment of growth for me. And I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for the journey. That's where I'm at. Yes. Yes. I am grateful for um, quality relationships like across the board, my marriage, I'm super grateful um, for my relationship with my little one, my little girl, grateful for that relationship and grateful for my friendships for sure. And then also um, kind of in light of 2020 being all that it has been, right? 2020 is a whole sentence by itself. You just say 2020 and that means everything to a lot of people, I already know. <laughs> right? 
but grateful for the clinical space I've been able to occupy in 2020. Being able to hold space for people, holding space for people has always been a part of my job. Like that's what clinicians do. But in the year 2020, it was um, a great reminder that the space I hold, I need to be held for me. And I'm so grateful for not only the realization of that, but the manifestation of that beyond the walls of therapy, because I do have a therapist. Amen. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless my therapist in Jesus name. That is my prayer. And I make it by faith. Amen. 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 I'm grateful for that relationship, but I'm also grateful for the ways that God has allowed the women in my life, particularly to show up for me in moments that I needed the most when I wasn't really aware of it. The times that I needed them to call and they did or FaceTime and they did or text me and they did or whatever it was. Um, so I'm just grateful for relationships across the, the broadest stroke in my life. Um, and also really grateful for my faith because it has anchored me in days and times when I needed to hold space and simultaneously, like in the same moment, I need somebody to hold space for me. And God held me while I held space. And so I'm mm -hmm. grateful for that faith relationship in him so that until I could connect with the people that hold space for me, he held on to me and then also sent those people at just the right times. And so I'm grateful mm -hmm. for all of that um, in the year 2020. Yes. Can I also do just a special shout out to the therapists, especially the Black women therapists. Y'all yes. like, y'all yes. can't hear saving lives. Yes. Yes. Saving yes. lives. Killing it. Yes. Saving lives. Plus all of us. Yes, you all came through this year. Shout out to my therapist. Love you, girl. Okay. I'm not going to say your name because I need my appointments. <laughs> right. right, okay. But you all have really, oh my gosh. Like, I just think I got a new therapist this year. And I was nervous because um, when I started therapy in 2019, I only had, I think once I went through the, you know, put on my filters and I had two options and only one called me back. <laughs> mm -hmm. And thankfully, you know, she was great. Um, but I was looking for something different and I was so happy that during COVID, I ended up with like 10 options this time, you know, after the filters. I don't know if the virtual um, space allowed you all to have more clients or what, but I am so thankful because it has, I know it has been a lot just on you all as just black women going through 2020 with everything, but then also to find space to pour out still. Um, yes, I appreciate that. So thank you. <laughs> thank you to the shout out. I say thank you for us. Thank you. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you. Um, so uh, Erica's going to close out in prayer, but we also, we do want to remind you, and I keep looking, I'm sorry, Erica, I just got to address this. I keep looking at the back of your background with the, it is well with my soul. Mm. And that has been my song for this year. Mm. Like my reminder, whatever my lot, God has taught me to say it is well, it is well with my soul. And so Yes, I just really want to address that. I just thank you for that. Um, and that's a good way to remind you all that uh, we are here every other Thursday on YouTube. So you can watch us and watch our beautiful guests um, on YouTube. You can listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Anchor. I said I'm right, right? Okay, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm the YouTube personnel and uh, Christy and Courtney, they handle the, 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 the podcast <laughs> Um, so you can find us every other Thursday. This episode today, when you are listening to it, is December 17th. And we are so happy that uh, Shakisha, Christina, and Erica have been able to join the club with us. Like, subscribe, comment, follow us on all social media platforms at 
1000 Club Life. Follow Mary and Martha Podcast at Mary Martha Podcast, right? Are y'all Mary? Mary and Martha Podcast. Oh, it's Mary and Martha. Okay, okay, okay. Mary and Martha Podcast. And Erica is Your Life Swell. Mm -hmm. At Your Life Swell. You got it. Yes. Um, can you show us the book one more time? Yes, I got the candy that. this time. Yes, yes, yes. Purchase her book. Yes. Over me. Um, yes. You can go to her page. Uh, mm -hmm. You have a link to it in your, I do. In your bio. And yes, then I do. also it's on Amazon. So click. The Kindle the version is on Amazon. Yes. Yes. Wait, I like a Kindle version. Kindle version, version mm -hmm. is on Amazon. Oh, it's not so. the no, the hard copy, you need to come to the website, www.yourlifeswell backslash shop. And right now, if you enter their little promo code, you can buy two and get a little discount. So yeah, save a few coins for the holidays. Ooh, I can buy one for me and one for somebody else. Yes. yes. Yeah, well, Christy, that's your, a nice that's stocking be, stuffer. Yes. Chris, that's going to be your, uh, your, your holiday gift, okay? Oh, okay. Thank you. Know, I'll, you. Do that, I'll do that because I want one. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to buy one for someone else. Yeah. Okay. What's Thank the code? What's the code? The code is buy two. It's buy, buy two. B Y W. The word two. T O T W O. Don't make me spell okay. it. Yeah. B Y okay. B U Y T W O. <laughs> that was funny. I'm gonna text you. <laughs> That's because you're tired. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. And we'll be sure to put all the handles and the code um in the descriptions of this episode so you'll be able to you'll be able to follow and uh just for clarification her book is not just for couples it's it is also not. for singles mm -hmm. um because you know we need to be challenged or you know just to make sure that we're prepared and there are things that we have to ask ourselves and work on within ourselves before we can join with someone else um and so well stated yeah yes, let's get I, that book because I'm praying for my man to come. So let me get my life together. Manifest. Manifest. Oh, my God. Can you go to bed? Go to bed. <laughs> go to bed. <laughs> I love Manifest. Negative. Do not use that. Negative. That, is, that was not of God. That was not of God. That was of, that was of tired. Could be a whole hashtag. <laughs> I love it. I'm hating on me, Christina. That was oh, not from the Lord. That was from your flesh. That was from go to go to bed. Um, is there anything else that we can expect from you ladies going into 2021? Uh, more greatness. Just trusting God to do even more, to show us more of ourselves, more of him and us as he pushes us into the spaces he wants us to be, to shine light and share his love and all of that good stuff. So I'm looking forward to seeing more clients and empowering more women of color and more couples of color and teaching us to take good care of ourselves and all that good stuff. That's what you can look for for me. Mm -hmm. Me too. Same. I'm gonna piggyback. <laughs> piggyback on Erica's bloop. <laughs> I was love gonna it, say bloop. same, but not on the therapist side, but on the estate planner side, you know what I'm saying? Growing mm -hmm. in my field, my chosen That's field mm -hmm. and loving on uh, the people mostly black women because uh shout out to the home team um but yeah loving god's people growing mm -hmm. learning to love discomfort more and more because of what mm -hmm. it teaches us um and more opportunities to connect with people and hold space for these kind of conversations love it hey um so 
Erica. Go ahead, go ahead and breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in. Yes, yes, yes. Let's <laughs> do it. Us together. Yes, Y'all don't put the ball all the way up in the ceiling. Yes, okay. yes. Now let me just suggest that when she's saying breathe out, put yourself on mute so you're not like Christina and breathing out at the wrong time. When just let Erica's voice be heard. So just, just let me go. Let me go. Pro tip. I'll be. That's how Pro tip. Yeah. And um, Erica, just pre- yes. we're on camera, but just pretend you're on the Mary and Martha podcast. So just as you tell it, as you're telling us what to do, there are people who can't see us, but right. and that may understood. Yes, <laughs> I was like, "What do you mean?" But I got it. Okay, let us pray. All right, Keisha, you giving me <laughs> directives. I appreciate it. Let us pray. In this moment, we inhale the peace of God, and we exhale worry. We inhale the love of God and we exhale fear. We inhale the presence of God and we exhale self. God, in this divinely planned moment, we say thank you. We thank you for this safe and sacred virtual space that you've allowed us to create that allows us to discuss the intricacies and the intimacies of what it means to share prayer in our friendships. We're thankful for each woman that is present on this platform, this moment, this time, but also for those who are listening when they tune in. We pray, God, that the words of our mouths and meditations of our heart have already been acceptable in your sight and will meet our sisters right at their area of need. We pray in the name of Jesus that you would bless those of us who have healthy quality sister friendships, the spaces where we can be open and transparent, can be honest and vulnerable, can say, sis, this hurts, sis, I'm in need, sis, I'm not feeling so well, sis, I need you to look after me, sis, I need you to pray for me. I pray, God, that though for those of us that have those spaces, that we will not take them for granted, but that we will reach out to that sister and we'll say thank you that maybe we'll send her an old school snail mail card where we write the words of our heart so that she knows while she's still living that we see her, that we value her, that we love her, and that we have been seen by her and felt valued by her and felt loved by her. I pray God for those women who may be listening who don't yet know what it is to have a safe space and friendship with women. I pray in the name of Jesus that you do the healing and restorative work that is necessary so that when you send said women into their space, they will see them and appreciate them and receive them as your gift to them. For certainly each of us can speak to the love of a man in some capacity or season of our lives, but there is nothing, and I mean nothing, like a good girlfriend relationship. And so God, we pray that you would breathe upon our sister friendships and that you would allow great things to come of them. May we be the sister we're looking for. May we be the sister someone has been to us and may we continue to honor you in and through this legacy of what it means to love like you, our sisters. Continue to bless each of the other relationships that you've called us to, whether we are partnered or not, whether we are parenting or not. Help us to remember that being with you is always more than enough. So God, we thank you for this time you've allowed us to spend and we ask that you continue to bless us, cover us and keep us from now until we meet again. This is our sincere prayer and we make it by faith. In the strong and the matchless name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Our soul says amen. 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 Ooh, that felt good. That did. That did. That did. That did. I'm glad we're recording that because we don't have to... Ooh, and I'm, I'm going back and play that. <laughs> yes. 
breathing all out all hard. Okay. Ooh, okay. Okay. Like, hey, the new button. Yes, yes, I love that. Thank yes, you. When she said, she said, Lord, breathe life. She said, I was like, Lord. <laughs> yes. Lord, oh, is that you? No, it's the HVAC. So I will still you, Lord. <laughs> Y'all not gonna judge me when you're replaying this and you see me open my eyes a little bit every now and then because you know what I'm saying. I'm down in the basement. The sounds down here. So I was you know, like, me too, oh me too. And I was like that too. I was like, <laughs> so hopefully I wasn't really on the screen. Hopefully. <laughs> Oh, we're all on the screen. So <laughs> I think it's, it's a great okay. well, <laughs> It's all right. It's all right. You gave the disclaimer after. It's okay. That's fine. Yes. This was fun. Thank yes. you. Well, we yes. Thank you all that. so much. Mm. Thank you all for the invitation. Yes, yes. Thank you. This was everything. Everything. Yes, everything. Much needed. Yes. Much needed. Much and needed. on that note, 1000 Club out. Peace. See you next time.